Welcome to Orpini. This is Sorry to the Death. What can we accomplish in this unbelievable month? And this year we have two months of other. Obviously, Mishnah Nismas, other Marvin Besimcha. Question is, why? Other comes in and we add in Simcha. So why do we add in Simcha? Oh, maybe we add in Simcha because what a happy month, great month, month of the holiday of Purim. That might be part of the reason. But the reason that we add in Simcha is because it's a transformational tool. It enables us to um, to transform the darkness to light. It's not because we would think, well, we increase in Simcha because there's so much light in this month, way more than the darkness, so let's celebrate. It's so unbelievable. But actually, we're in a time right now in history where when we don't feel like there's so much light in this month. So if we're dancing, it's not because we ended up with the full ge'ule, which is exactly what we're waiting for, and therefore we're going to dance about it, but rather um, the idea of, number one, dancing in advance, and number two, the main idea is to transform the darkness to light, and somehow we do that through simcha. So it's that kind of a transformational tool. And how do we know? We know because... The Gemara Taina speaks about just like we, just as we de- decrease in Simcha in the month of Av, so we increase in Simcha in the month of Adar. They both come together in the same Gemara. So what's that about? How, I mean, when you're finally on vacation, so to speak, you're away from the difficult stuff of the Binyan base, the destruction of the base of English, that's not something we like. And that's not something we like focusing on. And it's hard enough that when it comes to the three weeks, we have to focus on it totally. But when it comes to the month of other, and it's something more joyous, can't you just have a break from thinking about Korban Besamigdash? And yet, right, the, in the Gemara, the two of them come together. Not to say never forget. There are people in the world who will say, well, you know, no matter how happy you are, you always have to remember the sadness. Um, okay, okay, this is a certain hashkafa, but even deeper than that, what Tyra is telling us is that these two come together. The the sadness and the happiness come together. The uh, uh, What we do decreasing in simcha and, and increasing in simcha. And what we need to do is one piece. It's actually not two diff- two separate activities, it's one piece. And what we need to do with this one piece is we want to take the darkness and we, and we understand that inside the darkness is great light. Is the light of Mashiach is, is inside the darkness. At the moment that the face of Mishnah was destroyed, Nailed Mashiach shall Yisrael. Mashiach was born at that moment. And and the cow mood once, and the 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 non-Jew understood that basically this was destroyed. The cow mood a second time. The non-Jew understood that Mashiach was born. These are all happening. These two are happening simultaneously. Inside of the korban is the birth of Mashiach. Inside of the korban is binyan basamigdash shlishi. They're happening simultaneously. So how do we get the inside to the outside? And that's through Simcha. And and um, the truth is that there are, you know, there are different kinds of foods 
there are foods that are, are um, as it says in the Chumash about when um, who was it? Yitzchak Avinu said, make me something tasty. Because there are different, make me tasty foods. There are foods that are sweet to begin with. You know, um, all those nauseating looking lollipops that you can see the kids eating on an empty stomach in Shul and Shabbos, right? And then you wonder why they're wild. So there are foods that are just sweet to sweet and they're nothing but sweet. And I guess kids find them tasty. And then there are foods that are, are sharp. And when they're prepared properly, they're actually even more tasty, mm-hmm. not just satisfying, but they're more tasty than the sweet foods. Right. Right. So they're sweet and sour, so to speak. That means there are, there are, there's the direct way to Gula, which is pure light. And then there's the less direct way to Gula, which is what looks like, God forbid, darkness. And what we want to do is pull, sorry, and the way the two of them actually can be mentioned in the same sentence is because they're both in the same place. As we're saying, inside, the very core of the darkness is really the light of Mashiach. The very core of the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash is really the birth of Mashiach, the building of the third Beit HaMikdash, both happening simultaneously. So we want to do what but we want to pull the inside out. So I always use... It's like the depiction for that. Yeah. The planting of this, like... Right. Yeah, the planting of a seed. It right. looks like it's being buried. Right. A seed is planted and it looks like it's being buried. And, and it's the and, end. And that's the end. And it's off. So what, what, let's picture a child. Let's picture a child and a dough. Let's picture a cup. A cup is two cups. One cup has a very, very bitter and sour drink. And at the very bottom of it, there's some, there's a very sweet, sticky stuff. And then there's another type of drink, which is sweet. The entire drink is sweet. That's like gullus and gaula. Gullus is very, very bitter. And at the end of the whole gullus, you come to the sweet stuff. And in fact, at the very core, the inside core of the whole gullus, is the sweet stuff. So it's not just when you go through all of history and eventually you come to that, to the sweet stuff, but right here, right now, and even at the moment when the gullus began, right inside the very core, as we're saying, at the end doesn't just mean end, you know, 3,000 years, 2,000 years, but end means inside, 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 inside. There's the sweet stuff. So when a, 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 a and the gaula is sweet from top to bottom. It's like the cup with sweet liquid from top to bottom. And the gullus is the cup with bitter liquid until you come, the whole glass until you come to the bottom. And then it's sweet stuff or until you get to the very inside. So an adult will tend to say, well, you know, you just have life is not a bowl of cherries and you just have to go through the bitter stuff to get to the the sweet stuff and there's no other way around it and life is hard and life is not a bowl of cherries and it's time to grow up and face reality and i can give you all the sing songs right okay and 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 you can't always get what you want, and all that gullus stuff that everyone was brought up with by parents who loved them, who wanted them to be able to survive in gullus, 
effectively and taught them how hard life and bitter life is in Gullus and get used to it and learn to adapt. Been there, done that. We all know about it. Children, so the, the, the adults would say, just drink the bitter drink for as long as you have to till you finally get to the sweet stuff. You earned the sweet stuff. Now, the child doesn't have patience for that. The child just wants the sweet stuff directly. So the parent is trying to teach the child stuff, learn a little patience, drink the bitter stuff, and, and you'll you'll see when you grow up it'll get sweet or, you know, just drink enough of the bitter stuff and the child is not having any of it. The child just wants to go straight to the sweet stuff. So what does the child do? It's so simple. It's a solution that an adult would never think of. The child turns the cup upside down and goes straight to the sweet stuff. Makes a little hole in the bottom and goes straight to the sweet stuff and it, it avoids the, the bitter stuff. As we see in the generation of youth today, they're like, don't talk to me about any tough stuff. I'll just tune you out. Don't talk to me about how life is hard and you have to be responsible and you have to do this and you have to, have to, should, and should, and should, and should. I'll just tune you out. I'll, I'll smile at you if I'm nice and polite. I'll smile at you and say, oh, yeah, wow, thank you. And I won't even know, I won't even have heard a word that you said if I'm from the younger generation. They have no tolerance for the bitterness. Just give me the sweet stuff directly or goodbye. So they turn the cup upside down and say, I'm going straight to the sweet stuff. No one ever thought of that. Very interesting idea. Turn the cup upside down, drill a little hole in the bottom of the cup, and just go straight for the sweet stuff. So is that the energy that Tyrus says? Yeah. In the month of Butter. Tyrus says, We turn it upside down. That's why somebody told me she went to her shaliach on Purim and he was standing on his head and he was saying a very deep, long mimer on Purim, wow. standing on his head. Wow. Right. Right? Because that's, that's the Avaida on Purim, so to speak. You stand on your head. You go upside down. Because it, it, it's, it's a novel approach to life that we don't necessarily use the whole year. But in the month of Adar, v'nahapechu, you turn it upside down. Now, where do we see it? that it happened with the story of Purim and the story that we're waiting for this Purim. You know what we're all waiting for. You know, the, the really Yamashima, Yamashima, Yamashima guy in Gaza that masterminded this unspeakable massacre, we're all waiting for him to hang on the tree on Purim, yeah. right? Yeah. We're all waiting for Purim. We know what's going to happen on Purim. Yeah. Some juicy uh like the Nazis did yeah turning uh turning upside down we know that's going to happen and that and that's the thing with purim and i i you know if, if you notice every purim you'll see that there are situations that were completely things turned completely upside down so that's what we look towards the energy of purim is the gallows were built for mordecai and the one, the builder of the gallows, who was Haman, ended up being the one who hung on the gallows. And Mordecai was the celebrator. Plus so, his ten sons, right? Plus his ten sons. So it completely turned upside down. That is the energy of, of other. That is the energy of, of, of um, times ten. Times ten. <laughs> and now even more. So 
the life skill we want to take from this is, number one, be ready in this month for and expect for things to turn upside down. Be ready for things to turn completely upside down. The bad guy becomes the good guy or, or, or the good guy becomes, you know, or the bad guy plans bad things and it ends up happening to him. That's what happened with Haman. Number one. Number two, when it comes to our own lives, we want to get used to whatever we're thinking, let's turn it upside down and picture it the opposite, whatever that would look like. Picture it the opposite because we have 60 days in which this really can happen. And the way we make that energy happen, it, it doesn't just happen by itself in the month of Adar, although Adar is, um, is yeah, it's the, it's, so that's, that's the other thing about, right, the mazel. But other is the, the, the month when this is most likely to happen. But Hashem doesn't just say, doesn't say, you know what, wait around, look at things, you'll see it's going to be very different than other. He says, I have a part of the job that I expect you to do. I do part of the job by making the energy of other very different. Your part of the job should be dancing. Can the can the nahatehu it turns upside down happen if we don't dance? Probably that's right. Through the avaita of simcha, we activate the energy of other so that it can turn things upside down. But it works that way all year round, doesn't it? But there's something. Let's just say this, the way it seems to say in Tyra is that that ability to pull the light of Mashiach out from deep inside the darkness. Remember, there it is. It's deep inside the Gullus. The light of Mashiach is deep inside the Gullus. And we want to pull it out and bring it to the top. We want to bring it from the bottom of the glass and bring it right to the top, visible, usable for us in light. How do we do it? Is there a time? Is there a time when it's easier to do? Yes. When the month of Adar. How? By the invite of Simcha. Why? And that's what we'll see at different times at at the end of the Sikha. Why? How did it happen? This is trusting. And 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 besides that, what what we did something. At the time of Purim. Right. And we did something at the time of, 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 let's say it this way about the story of Purim. You had two opposites. When you have two opposites, you have to have a third thing that puts the two together. If two opposites don't go together, you have to have a third element that puts them together. The two opposites that were happening at the time of Purim were, number one, um, the Yidden, right? The Yidden and their aspirations and their relationship with Hashem. And then you had a world that did not like that. You had a world that said, you Jews in your relationship with God, we don't like it. These are two opposites. We wanted to, I mean, what are we, we're here to be a light to the nations. And we, most of Jewish history was, you're going to be a light to us. 
We don't even want you here. Get out of here. We don't want you here. We don't need your light. We don't want your light, and we don't want you here. So you have two opposites going on at the same time. Whenever you have two opposites that have to go together, like a shidduch, you need a third element that's not neither that, neither what, neither that nor that. You need a third element that's neither one of neither of the two opposites. So what was the third element that came in at the time at the time of Purim? Atmos. Atmos comes in, and it's able to put together a world that is hostile with Jewish people that you know that are being Jewish. Those are two opposites that don't go together. Same thing now. A world that's hostile versus Jewish people that want to be Jewish, and the two don't go together. So the third element that becomes the shatan that puts the two together, and you always need that third element, would be atmos, the essence of Hashem. Now, how do you, how can you personally arouse the essence of Hashem? You have the essence of Hashem inside of you. It's called the Pintaliyah. The spark of Mashiach in you, the spark of Meshurbenu in you, the Pintaliyah. You have a part of the essence of Hashem in you. So when you um, make that your main reality, and that becomes your whole being for those moments, or those days or weeks or months, you now have brought to the scene of these two opposites, Atmos, in your very life. And you're shining the light of Atmos on these two opposite situations. And now the two opposites can come together. So in a hostile world where they don't want Jews, but Jews are here forever, on Yisrael Chai, to take over the world, these seem to be two opposite, um, opposite kinds of circumstances, and that's the way it was at the time of Purim. And it's even more so now. You need the third element, Atmos, in the guise of our Esam, our, our Pintaliyad coming out, expressing itself in our lives, and then you can see, you will see huge miracles in the world, you will see two opposites coming together and, and coexisting.